0: on everyone welcome back to a, another episode of from the mouths of madness and uh this one is uh not as not gonna be as bright and cheery uh <laughs> i mean it is it will be but also it's it comes uh in the wake of some some terrible news for the horror community mm. if you are listening to this uh clearly you're more than likely a horror fan you've already heard you already know you've already done, started your mourning process but Sid Haig has passed and uh you know everyone here is kind of feeling it the we day want... the clown died yeah, yeah, and we wanted to we wanted to put something out there, just kind of celebrating the the just the badass man he was, right? I mean, just this last scares the care, you know? Uh, F. U. E. Hunter was just talking about. So, well, yeah. before we get too much into it, I'm sorry, I'm starting I'm a little scatterbrain. With me on this is going to be my co-host F. U. E. Hunter. What's up, bitches? And first time on from the mouths of madness, you have got Kron. Howdy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is a fellow lover of Sid Haig and uh, other things besides his horror stuff. We're go- we're going to get into his entire. Career and yeah, kind of just yeah. celebrate some of that. It's not going to be a full length episode, but we just wanted to do something to just get get some stuff out there about him that people yeah. might not know too, right? Um, some people might only know him from Captain Spaulding. Yeah. You know, but I mean, living here in Richmond, Virginia, you know, Scares the Carrier Charity Weekend, it just had its sixth year and it's 40 minutes away in williamsburg And I remember going there. I've, I've been every year but one. I couldn't go this past year because of work, but even the first year, Sid Egg has always been there. Always there. Always yeah, fucking from there.
1: Day, from, from year one. Yeah, from
0: yeah. year one. he was. I went there Friday night, the first year they did it, and he was there. And this year in particular, so apparently the health issues that had, he had been, it, it had started a little before he actually went into the hospital. I think the fall that led him into
1: the hospital was due to the health issues that had been prior in the year. Yeah, like, I mean, I, when I saw him at Scares, like, he he was definitely in pretty rough shape. I mean, but, and that's what's so fucking amazing about him is that you know a lot of health concerns and he's still like i'm gonna fucking do it go yeah. up there autographs talk to the fans and a lot of like people probably wouldn't have done that no exactly like
0: I, I i forget there was a post that was related to his scares that care this last year appearance his appearance this last year and one of the people like we're talking about just he flew across coasts yeah and apparently I, 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 I didn't go, I can't test this, but he had trouble walking.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And he was fucking there. Like, yeah, he made yeah. a
0: point to still be there. Like, yeah,
1: there was specific times when he was doing autographs and I think besides that, he was up in his room Well, like, he used to do the recover. one at the
2: beach, too. Was it Monsters at the Beach right whatever? Blood of the Beach. Blood, Blood of the Beach, yeah. The beach yeah. Yeah, yeah. He used to show up to that one, too.
1: Yeah, that's right. He. I, I think it's from the same guys that set up uh, yeah, scares. Yeah. Well, hopefully not uh, the bad ones that fucked up. Right, <laughs> but one of them, I think, was,
0: took that concept. So. Yeah, and um... I mean people are, you go on you know people are posting pictures of him handing out candy this last year cuz Scares the Carriage, uh, after like the I think the second year they started doing a halfway to Halloween thing where kids could dress up and there's a costume contest and they hand and there's a trick or treating section on Saturdays where kids that can go around and get candy from the different guests, which is a really rad way for young kids to ge- get used to the not being bugged out by celebrities kind of thing. Cause you're going yeah. to get candy from them. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it shows him standing up and like leaning over. Apparently a man who's having trouble fucking walking, handing fucking candy to little kids and in- strollers and shit. I mean, That's come on, so man. So fucking how, badass. How badass is that? Right. How fucking badass is that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, God damn it. <laughs> That's like fucking like aspire, aspire to be, you know? <laughs> and, um, so yeah, we just kind of want to tell our stories where we first yeah. met him, and talk about, and then go into some of his you know, some of his movie career and
1: what made him the icon that he is. So obviously, like you know, heard about his passing, we were, talked to my wife. We we're like, all right, we're gonna do a a said marathon tonight, just House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Realized I couldn't find my fucking copy of House of a Thousand Corpses. Randomly enough, we're at goddamn Walmart picking up something in the end cap because it's close enough in the Halloween season. There's a double pack of House of 1000 Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Now, I don't know what copy I had, but we had a little extra treat when you put in the DVD for House of 1000 Corpses, you ring the bell before you hit play, and there comes Captain Spalding. Yep. And he's just interacting with you for like like I guess like 2 minutes and I'll, it was like that extra little bonus that I I for, totally forgot about. And like being the day that he passed away, it was just really fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's in current DVD releases, but I it's bought, the
1: one I've got at home. I bought that when I when it first came out. He that's pulls the DVD out a porn out. and starts reading, yeah. it, and he's
2: like, yeah. "Are you gonna hit play, motherfucker, or what?" Yeah, it's so fucking great. Like, <laughs> then you go I, dig so through great. and watch Tiny fucked a stump for like the five hundredth time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But that was just that was just so awesome because it was so unexpected and we put that in and it was just like that you know kind of extra little bonus like we're watching it because of him and there he is on the DVD menu just interacting with us in some weird way. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I remember that because
0: it was like I said, I bought it when it first came out. So that movie came out in what '03, and the DVD came out. It didn't it didn't last theaters long. It pretty much went right to DVD after the first like two weeks or a week. Yeah, and I bought it and there it was and it was just it was fun you know we were sitting I and mean, we were all sitting around partying that you know when
2: i got it and like we're all just laughing our ass off fucking because i mean that's how i hilarious. found out that was even there was like we were watching it like hanging out and enjoying herbal supplements and beverages and whatnot and like the <laughs> dvd was like back to the menu and, like someone bumped into the button and they're, like wait wait there's shit in the menu guys <laughs> and so like we're all like wait wait no what's this button do what's that button do and the next thing you know we're digging around the menu we're like all this extra shits in here because that was right around when they stopped doing all that for DVDs. Yeah, I remember
1: Kevin Smith doing that on his, yeah. and, that, and that. That's the only two I can yeah. really remember now. Now most DVDs like, push play, no one yeah. fucking cares. Here's you a have clip from the movie Amazon. that you already know about. Yeah.
0: So, um, I ended up watching Galaxy of Terror, which is one of the Roger Corman movies. Uh, his fun little <laughs> spoopy sci-fi horror movies, and he was in that. He lived and died by the crystals yep. in that movie. He was basically the fucking... The beast in the movie that was the, the muscle that was just brutal as shit, and then until he died kind of by his own hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, he did. His own arm kind of flung a crystal at him and stabbed him in the chest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, I was like, man. And he was young in that. But he, yeah, he was young in that. I was, uh, I was busy last night with, with stuff I had to do, so I didn't have time to. By the time I got home, I was song went to bed. But today, after uh, at work, at work mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. um i i fire i went through and cleaned up some stuff and went through my the collection i have on my my server at home and, and sat down and watched coffee again which i haven't seen in years which was a, a movie he did with jack hill and uh pam greer and he plays the uh he did not till about a third of the way through the movie but he plays the the big muscle for the bad guy uh omar and there's a there's there's a not so great scene with him and pam greer and then he gets shanked in the neck <laughs> <laughs> and like when you mentioned that and i
0: like So I thought my knowledge only extended to his horror stuff, which the majority of it does, but there are things I've seen him in outside of that. Like, I know he's been in Tarantino. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think like it's that. Tarantino and Zombie, Rob Zombie, both had such an appreciation for his early work. That's where they were like, we want to get this motherfucker into our movies. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and that comes back to um, everyone had their story about the when they met him. Uh 06, 07, I went down to Dragon Con when I was living in Virginia Beach. And the way I was able to go was I worked uh, loss prevention for a DVD vendor that was selling anime and hentai and DVDs and whatnot and always creepy old dudes stealing shit. So I'd stand about 10 feet off the booth and kneecap old guys and make them pay for their porno. Um, So it's really (laughs) early in the morning in the dealer's room and I'm in line to get coffee and I'm behind this very tall bald man and he gets his coffee turns around and is like, weren't you in the A-team? (laughs) <laughs> and that's how I recognized him off the bat. And he's like, yeah. And so I, I bullshitted him for a couple minutes about all the old exploitation movies and 80s TV shows he was in. And this was, like, right after Devil's Rejects came out. So, like, you know, his whole booth is all Devil's Rejects shit, Captain Spaulding, Captain Spaulding, everyone's bothered about that. And he was very appreciative to talk to someone who recognized him from his other work um, prior to that. He's very nice, super friendly, signed my badge, sent me on my way, and had a cup of coffee with a guy. And then I went back to kneecap and old dudes about porno. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That and, and that that leads into uh, you know, that man was at every single horror con, yeah. Pretty much every single horror con I've been to since I've been going to horror cons the, like last nine fucking years, uh. And I mean he never charged more than twenty. Yeah, like fucking twenty bucks. You either get what you brought signed and a photo, or something on his table and a photo. Twenty bucks. Yeah, he didn't N- charge. any Never, ads, right? yeah. never more than that. I mean, come on, man. Like, who else does that? Literally Maybe nope. Savini. No, when I, I first I got that. when I first met Savini, it was 20.
1: Yeah, okay. Savini's charging a lot now, is But he? 20 with yeah. merch, with the table merch, not usually. No, 20 with what I brought in a picture, yeah, is included. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had like Sadeg had stuff at his table. Yeah, I grabbed a House of Thousand Corpses poster and he that was 20. dollars
2: Yeah, I mean, my my ex years ago met him at Blood on the Beach and he signed an eight by ten that he had on the table and it was like 20 25 bucks. And, you know, just super happy to hang out, personalized it and all that stuff. And, you know, friendly dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like him have, having been at every
0: con. Like, whenever, a, you know, the con, a, the particular con would post their, you know, update of the guests, and I saw him pop up, I'm like, okay, the of course, today's going to be there. And, like, it got to where, I mean, that's like, you know, like, someone I've been going to cons concert like nine years. That's like where two to three times a year, like, you was like, you would see Sid. Like, it was yeah. like, you would... Say at least, hey, or, you know, whatever. And, like, it's going to be weird going to a, a horror con now, like, in, in, like, next week, basically. Like, the first weekend of October, going to a horror con in Maryland. And it's like, he's not going to fucking be there. And yeah. he normally would have been at that one. Yeah, he, it's going to be It's going to be a lot. It's going to be really fucking weird not seeing him at a con. And, like, and, see, and hearing him. He'll, he'll, he used to fucking do uh, recordings for you for the same price. Like, you didn't yeah. have the autographs. He would record a, a line. Most famous one being Don't You Like Clowns, you know? Yeah. But, like, I mean, he would do that for you. Like, and it's going to be weird just not hearing him or seeing him or him being in a panel or him and Bill Mosley used to tag team all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. And, like, and they would always do panels with that, too. So just, like, not seeing him is just really going to be kind of, and it's also going to be kind of hard because it's the first Harakon since his passing and they're yeah. definitely going to bring that up, you know? Yeah. And it's going to be
2: I'm sure Bill's going to be a little off center, too, for it. Because mm-hmm. they were really good friends.
0: Yeah, and I, I, Bill is not slated for this one. I think he is slated for one and another um, out west. Not full west, but like Midwest uh, in November. So, yeah, I mean, him, exactly. him. Come, It was like his con buddy. I mean, who else from Devil's Rejects is doing cons and like that whole yeah, film I don't franchise? Think Sid Rob, Hagen, I don't think Rob Zombie lets his wife do It was Sid Hagen-Mosley. No. Those are the two yeah. guys that... No one
1: wants to hear a scream that much. Yeah. <laughs> it was Sid Hagen-Mosley that I, basically well, ran the... I know for sure, because I just watched Three from Hell, and yeah, that was... <laughs> Which so. is a little it, it was cool that Rob Zombie got him to show come in and like you know, spoiler alert, but Sid Hague's in it for about ten minutes and then, Yeah, I mean I
2: understand they kinda of send Captain Spaulding off to, to to end the character. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean he has one like bit of dialogue and stuff like that and it's very Captain Spaulding and then yeah. and that's it. And I appreciate it. and you could kinda of tell in there he was, you know, not in the best health. Yeah. But it was really cool that, you know, Rob Zombie got at least him to do a little bit of parts since he was in Devil's Rejects, get him into this. So. He had to. But like, yeah. they couldn't,
0: yeah. like, do Devil's like a, a sequel to Devil's Rejects and, like, Cabinets Balling not be there. Yeah. yeah. Like, that just he, wouldn't even work. It
2: was, well, like, when I when I heard they were making a, th- a third one, I was like, huh? they everyone got shot. How are you making the third one? Well. And I was expecting it was gonna all be, like, you know, <laughs> I was expecting it was all going to be, like, you know, flashback stuff. Yeah. Uh, probably it's not. I, I've, I haven't seen it, but i I read. I've not immune to spoilers but uh i mean rob zombie and tarantino really relaunched his career because mm-hmm. he he'd kind of quit after after they near the end of the 80s he was tired of doing all the the bad guys and that's that he quit became a hypnotherapist oddly enough can you all imagine right. that?
1: Yeah. That time period going no, in that set egg as your uh, hypothermia? No, I mean, at the time, no. no
2: one knew who the hell he was. He was, and he was, oh, you're a bad guy from some 80s TV show. You, weren't you on angry redneck on the Dukes of Hazzard that one time? <laughs> like, you know? So, like, he quit to do that. And uh, Tarantino originally wanted him to be uh, Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Which is fucking crazy. And he I turned could, it down.
0: God, man, but, like, that would have... I mean, I'm, I'm, all right. Bing Rames did awesome, right? But right said, hey, that would have been a whole different... It would have
2: changed the entire tone of the movie. It would have. No, yeah. you're, exactly. It would have. What Hearing him say, I'm going to get medieval on his ass. would his have been city. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so he wrote the role of the judge in Jackie Brown specifically for him. After he came back, I was like, all right, look, I fucked up and didn't want to be in that last one. But like, <laughs> I missed Whoops. out on a lot of awesome here. My bad. Can I do? <laughs> and so he wrote the role of the judge specifically for him in Jackie Brown. And that's really what relaunched his career. And then Rob Zombie picked him up because he was doing all the old pulp stuff, just like Tarantino was, and picked him up from all of his old Jack Hill, Roger Corman stuff.
1: Now, also, I think he's in Kill Bill Volume Two, but he is. I,
2: yeah. Does anybody he remember is.
1: which part he's in? Bit part.
2: Yeah, tiny. Not part. not super big, random cameo, walk on, bad guy, dies. Okay. Right. Yeah,
1: he's actually got a lot of. Bit parts. Well, too. and I was gonna bring that up, I, you know. It's I, like Bruce
2: Campbell. The same thing. I, I, he's got so many movies he's in, but he's only got about a couple of dozen he's in.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, I've I've just discovered a couple of cameos that he was in recently. Uh, one of them being um, decided to go through all the Hatchet series, and, and Hatchet 3, in Hatchet Three, here's yeah. yeah, here he shows up as some backwoods redneck uh, racist dude that uh, contains the ashes they need, and then was um, finally on Prime. I uh, watched. Uh, bone tomahawk oh yeah he's, yeah he's the first one to get killed in that bone yeah.
0: fuck yeah he is he's in bone tomahawk yeah um and i mean of course he's the caretaker in rob zombie's halloween yeah yeah uh, yeah. yeah all right all right all right all right, uh, <laughs> all right not every movie he's done has been great because i'm sorry I his Night of the living dead was dog shit let's be fair
2: i mean star wars fans remember him because uh george lucas fans uh, he was in thx 1138 holy mm,
0: shit that's right i own that he yeah. he, he was in that damn
2: yeah That was one of his larger early roles because it was a big deal at the time. That was a big sci-fi movie when it came out.
0: Apparently, he's in the uh, Rob Zombie "Feel So Numb" video.
1: Yes, I didn't know
0: that.
2: Uncredited.
1: (laughs) Uncredited. He's just in there somewhere. Is he in the? (laughs) I can't remember what's the one he did after Halloween Two, the zombie movie. Uh, Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem. Yeah,
2: he has a bit part in it, but like not. Okay. He's not like a major character. I don't
1: remember seeing him in Thirty One. Which is good for Sid Haig to
2: I be mean, 31, I've heard, was awful. I have not bothered to watch it. <laughs> yeah. As terrible as not it sounds, good. I feel like Rob Zombie kind of peaked at Devil's Rejects. Oh, no. He did. There is no kind of. Yeah, he, he did. i trying to be nice. It's a horror podcast. <laughs> he, he wasn't he, he was
1: Death <laughs> no, House. No, we're in all agreement on
0: that. Now He was in Death House, which initially that movie sounded amazing and turned out to be a fucking tire fire. Now, okay. speaking
2: of, of, of terrible Rob Zombie stuff he was in that wasn't terrible, did anybody watch the cartoon
0: el super beast yes. yeah
2: that was <laughs>
0: that was good but i don't i don't put that in the same category as his live action films because it's a fucking cartoon you can get away with a lot more
2: it's true animated
0: stuff with animated stuff you know as far more as more and
2: more people are doing voice
0: acting now though no i and i love that i'm yeah. just saying that like that i never count that as in the same realm as when i bitch about rob
1: zombie movies because that's, that's an animated film yeah. you know what i'm saying and it is fun yeah, yeah it, it was fun. actually decent yeah. now yeah he and now he had the cameos, small cameos in the Tarantino, but I mean, by far, most people are it's it's Captain Spaulding. Yeah, everyone knows that that Captain role Spalding. was so goddamn iconic. Like the first, I mean, you're greeted the first ten minutes of the movie as as Captain with him as Captain Spaulding, and that's kind of his legacy. Um, I mean, you, heading out that was, that was his legacy. Like, I mean, yeah. I think that probably he's got him the most fame work. out of everything he's I'm just done. I'm saying honestly. that's that's I mean, it's yeah. Captain Spaulding. Yeah. Know?
0: I mean, I think, I mean, when he ever goes to a hard con, that's what he does. And he'll do the only, so the only thing he charged more than $20 for at his table was when he, they made, they asked him to do the in photo, in costume photos. Oh, man. yeah. I missed out on that. He, to charge more, he would charge more for that. I get but, that. But, uh, you know, yeah. But I mean, you go back into some of the early stuff, and I have this series. I found a um, copy of it at a con. Um, <laughs> Werewolf, the full yeah? Fox series. He's in that. Yep. That's he's, fucking a crazy, cameo in that. really? And I've got it, so I'm, I'm like literally going to go and watch watch I, through that again. When
1: you're done watching that, I might need to borrow that from <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, I right. forgot you picked that up a
0: few years ago. There's yeah, that's a, what You were with me with that yeah, one. That was a... Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, say Yeah, because I got that the Faces
1: of Death box uh, And he's he's also
0: set. in Amazing Stories. He's his oh, yeah. cameo in that, too. I don't, I don't know what a, episode that's in. He's
1: also in Night of the Living Dead. The
2: original? The 2006 remake. Oh, yeah. He's the caretaker. That was dog shit. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that one. That was not good.
1: Not I mean, every movie of his was a gem. He, brought, he, brought he was a in team. a lot of B movies, though. Yeah, yeah,
2: and uh, yeah, he was in the, he was in the A team, of course.
1: Uh, Sledgehammer. Yeah, there was, there was a movie he did called High on the Hog. Um, what with that title, I'm a little worried to ask what that was. It's
2: like weed redneck murder movie.
1: All right, All right. okay. It's,
2: it's pretty bad. He plays a character called Big Daddy. Ooh. all right, <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Big daddy. But he wasn't Foxy Brown. Yeah, so he wasn't was Foxy Brown. And that's a lot of the, coffee, the yeah. Jack Hill stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really where he, you know, that, that that's where I, I knew him from, was all the old black exploitation movies. Oh
0: shit. How do you know he was in the Chef series?
2: Yeah. Fuck. That's all those old exploitation yeah. movies. He he popped in randomly as it you know it, it's kinda like Al Leong. In, in all those old exploitation movies, you you had you had City Haig pop in somewhere for a couple minutes, in early on, a lot of it was a uh, random unknown bad guy that gets murdered in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> um,
0: oh, yeah. Like, we got Black Mama, White Mama. Apparently, he was yeah. in that, too.
2: He was in that's a correct. lot. Jack Hill and Roger Corman, he did a lot of stuff with early on. And yeah. Roger Corman produced a lot of Jack Hill's earlier movies. I did not know that. Yeah, there's a lot of um, overlap between him and, him and Jack Hill. Roger Corman produced a lot of shit before he made, like, Death Race, which, you know, that's what everyone knows him from. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yes, but is. he produced a lot of well, shit. Yeah. I mean, he produced was Forbidden World. He produced
0: uh, Galaxy Terror, He produced yep. uh, Humanoids of the Deep. Mm-hmm. He, um, and I'm missing a couple other ones in that genre of sci-fi horror.
2: No, one of his earliest know. roles a lot of people might not remember. The Untouchables, like the '50s Untouchables. Really? Like, what was he in that? It was he Fuck. was in one of the he was in one of the early episodes of the Untouchables in the '50s. Fifty nine. That's fucking Crazy.
0: That is fucking crazy.
2: Gunsmoke, Mannix, Rockford Files—all those shows we all watched on like TV Land as a kid—that were like old, you know, Saturday sci-fi, you know, TV Land action shows. He was in bit parts and all those TV shows and episodes. Apparently, he was in Dukes of Hazard too. Yeah, well, I was talking about earlier. He was in some
1: random angry hillbilly. We somewhere. need uh, I need to
2: research. that. that yeah, uh, I don't—I
1: I, I did not know that. Was out the Dukes Boys dealing with Captain Spaulding? <laughs> get, get me a thumb drive. I'll get you a copy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, Can yeah, you imagine? That, that, really? I think that's the title. Yeah. <laughs> the big boys dealing with Captain Bowling. <laughs>
1: What's,
2: What's about a boat? You don't like clowns? Yeah. <laughs> um. Don't you think we're fucking funny? <laughs> Been a
0: reason why I'm gonna come back and kill Uncle Jesse. I'm gonna come yeah. back here and
2: fuck Daisy.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm shoving this chicken up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your mama. Fuck your sister. Dude, that, especially that's especially your sister. And that's the best thing, too, is like
0: his characters. And it's pretty much through most of his stuff that I've seen, not just like the recent, but going back, he is not a nice person in the movies. But goddamn, it's a, it's it goes to the whole adage of like also a, a bond villain. Yeah, Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are forever. Yeah, I did know that. He was in Diamonds are Forever. I did know that. Fucking right. Well, and like, there's,
2: if you ever like, look, some of his his like, anecdotes and stories from his career, he was like, super weirded out to meet Lon Chaney. Oh, yeah. Like, he worked with Lon Chaney on Spider-Baby, and was super weirded out to meet him. Like, oh,
0: that was like, end of career Lon Chaney.
2: Like, 67, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he was super weirded out, because man, it's Lon fucking Chaney. And so he kept calling him Mr. Chaney, and apparently, eventually he's like, it's Lon, we're working together. Chill the fuck out. But it's also like, it's fucking Lon Chaney. It's like, Lon Chaney. Talk
0: about the man who pioneered special effects makeup yeah. and what an actor can do. Yeah. Fucking Lon Chaney Sr. Yeah. That motherfucker was badass. And, and he was weirded out by me and Lon Chaney. We're like, fuck. Because Junior, didn't Junior die before his father? Yeah. Right? Junior died before his father, didn't he? Like Remember? alcoholism or something?
2: Eh, liver failure is when I think One of those. Eh, liver failure. Eh. <laughs> 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 Too much of the sauce. A little drinky-drinky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said that as I'm drinking a yeah. watermelon cider. We're all drink
0: we're all yeah, drinking. Yeah, I know the we're booze. all drinking, so uh, I'm mean, gonna trudge quite, again. There's there's drinking the booze and there's like
2: just dunking your head in it. Yeah. And, and guzzling it. There's this like eight flasks per yeah. day. Yeah, there's like <laughs> just like you know, drinking a little bit, and there's like my mom that chugs a twelve pack in an hour. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um so yeah, that's kind of what we
0: wanted to do. Just kind of run through the badass we've we've seen and we know him to be. Talk about some of his other stuff outside of horror. Talk about his horror stuff. I mean, you yeah, know, most people do know him for Captain Spaulding, and that's awesome. Like, it's great, but do know that you can go back and watch a slew of other shit that he's in that he's equally as awesome in. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, and you know, his early career uh, made made is what made these people want what made them
2: As well, I to say, if you if you like the, like the the Captain Spaulding stuff and the Tarantino stuff, Rob Zombie and Tarantino are, for lack of a nice way of putting it, derivative. They love seventies, sixties, late fifties pulp and those those exploitation movies and that's where they got a lot of that from that's where they dig up a lot of their actors that are kind of older that you don't recognize that you recognize in this little bit part they had but it turned out they were someone important in this genre 30 years ago like you know people like richard roundtree no one who's the fuck richard roundtree is now but if you've watched a single exploitation in your life you know that's fucking shaft yep. yeah exactly and
0: they actually brought him back for the newest one. They did, and so there's been three Shaft movies: him, and that one, the 2000s one, and then this newest one with the youngest. Oh, there's Shaft, there's right? there's five. I'm talking the about original like, one had three. I'm
2: talking about like in yeah. sequence, so far yeah, as yeah, there's like, three different shafts. Yeah, three
0: different shafts. Yeah. yeah, so but um, there's also Shaft goes to Africa. Yeah, I do remember that one. <laughs> fuck. Hey. Oh, fuck, man, that that shit's ridiculous too. Uh <laughs> oh, you got hey, BD. You should do it. Need to do a black exploitation episode. Yes, Joe talks some, about it all the time. We're fucking doing, let, do let it. Let me know when we're doing the Jack Hill episode. I'm in. All right. <laughs> we'll just like do a film on... Hey, I, I, know, I sold him a DVD, Vinegar Syndrome, Dolomite, and uh, fucking Human Tornado, so I need to be on one of those
2: motherfuckers. All right. So all apparently, right. I, did, I did I did doing my my pre-episode research today, things I might have missed along the way. His first acting job was actually a short film for Jack Hill when Jack Hill was a UCLA student. Nice. Wow. It was called The Host, and if you want to find a copy of it, get the dvd of switchblade sisters which is another jack hill classic and it's on there as a special feature that's awesome all right,
0: i will look for that because i yeah. want to see that um so that there you go guys that goes all the way back to his first <laughs> job as an actor in a short by jack hill up to the current the most current thing you're going to see him in that's released up to now is three from hell now before hey, we go more he's got two more movies coming one that he is finished it's in post-production it's called hanukkah and it's coming out in 2020 all right. And I'm really stoked to see him in that. He looks fucking gnarly and awesome and just scary as fuck. <laughs> um, and then there's another one called a I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I do not know if his parts were finished filming. I don't know how they're going to work through that.
1: Yeah, it's a sort of TBA on IMDb, I think.
0: Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to work through that
1: and find a way to clean up if he wasn't if done. If they did it like Three from Hell, it was probably they understood what they could do yeah. with his health. So yeah, yeah.
0: but um. Yeah, Hanukkah is the most current one that's coming out. I believe it's slated for late next year, in December. I think is what they're currently currently predicting as a release date. Yep, Christmas Day, twenty twenty. It's called Hanukkah. Yeah, there and the go. tagline is Jason can have them on Friday. Obadiah will be observing the Sabbath. Of course. Of it's course. fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, of course. I cannot wait to watch this fucking movie. And that will be our Christmas episode yeah. next year. Okay? Because we're definitely going to review gotta the wait a whole year. Of that. Hey, we got to wait let, a year. They can wait a fucking year. Let hey, the countdown begin. Seriously. <laughs> we, got like, we got a year and like two months. I mean, several more episodes you're listening to to get to that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, man. That's, that's that's gonna wrap it up we just wait like i said we just want to put something out quick just to just to talk about the man and um yeah knock knock oh
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh i mean all right sid man we will uh we'll see you again we're all going where you were at that's right other side man <laughs> rest easy brother
1: Do you enjoy stories about drunk men on tractors T-boning a police car Or someone jumping a gorge in a Nissan Versa Or literally any story that comes out of Florida Then you're going to love Booze Clues The latest podcast on the Geeks Under the Influence Network We do this show live every month In the Dark Room in Richmond, Virginia It is a cavalcade of comedians, podcasters, performers In an investigation or riff On drunken crimes and debaucherous activity around the world Doors are at 7, show starts 8 it's 21 up and free. Again, that's at the Dark Room, 2818 West Broad Street in the Upstairs Suite. For more information, go to GYpodcast.com. This is Mike the Hobbit, direct from Fallout on a trivia night, telling you to come here every first and third Monday for trivia between 8 and 10, 25 cent wings, drink specials, prizes, and tons of really inappropriate trivia. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys agree? Definitely come out and enjoy trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout.